You're listening to Allied Health Podcast, talking all things Allied Health, with your hosts Danielle Whedon, physiotherapist, and Claire Jones, occupational therapist. In this episode, Danielle talks with Matthew Cooper, one of the directors of Osteopathy Australia. Matt has been a practicing osteopath for a little over a decade and has spent the last number of years mixing clinical work with teaching at Victoria University. He thrives on mentoring young practitioners and helping with their transition into practice. He discusses the benefits of membership with Osteopathy Australia and why it's an exciting time to be an osteopath. Bear with Dan at about the four-minute mark when she delays with a small technical glitch. Enjoy. I'm joined today by Matthew Cooper, osteopath and one of the directors of Osteopathy Australia, to talk about the benefits of joining Osteopathy Australia as a member. So thanks for your time, Matt. Thank you so much for having me. Can you tell us a bit about your background? Yep, happily. Um, So I graduated from Victoria University as an osteopath in 2010. So I've been practicing a little over 10 years now. Um, So initially moved out into sort of private practice working across a couple of clinics and uh, was a a subcontractor in, in those roles and then from 2016, I uh, opened my own clinic. So um, opened a clinic down in Docklands, and we're we're a mix of osteopaths and myotherapists at the moment. Um, I have five staff plus myself, um, and have have been doing that for the last five years, which has been fantastic. And um, throughout throughout my osteo career, I've mixed time uh, working in elite sports. I've done some work with. Uh, the Western Bulldogs and the Footscray Bulldogs program, so AFL and VFL, uh, a little bit of work with the Melbourne Victory, which was fantastic also, and uh, was lucky enough to be part of the medical team at the Bulldogs during their 2016 premiership run. So that was, you know, that's a career highlight for me. It was really, really exciting. Time. Something yeah. amazing to be part of. Um, and then in, in more recent times, I've, I've done some clinical sort of skills teaching, clinical practice teaching at Victoria University and the student clinics there, as well as some of the, um, you know, the clinical skills, hands-on uh, treatment classes. So that's been that's been brilliant over the last three or four years. Um, and then from, yeah, January 2020, I was elected onto the Board of Osteopathy Australia. So I'm now a director there. So it's been a, a fun ride so far. It's been a pretty diverse career. Um, all sort of uh, stabilised by by clinical work and, and private practice work, um, but certainly have diversified across some, some different spaces there as well. So that's kept me pretty fulfilled for the first uh, decade of my career so far. Yeah, great. And can you tell us a bit about um, Osteopathy Australia? Yeah, thank you. So Osteopathy Australia is uh, the national peak body of osteopathy in Australia. We re- represent the majority of osteopaths in Australia. Uh, it's well over 85% of registered osteopaths in Australia are our, our part of our membership. So um, in every jurisdiction, every state and every territory across Australia, we're sort of that voice to support the, the profession. So uh, our roles range from uh, levels of advocacy and lobbying, um, policy development for, for the profession. Um, I think, you know, our members have really seen the value of our membership over the last 18 months as we're dealing with different jurisdictions in regards to state governments and federal governments and uh, all the various restrictions around COVID and uh, the team at OA have done a really fantastic job at interpreting and uh, trying to make sense of uh, each different state's restrictions that they've had. 
But then moving away from sort of the more recent stuff, you know, our, our core focus is raising awareness of osteopathy within Australia. You know, we really want to have a professional and a consumer sort of um, people know what osteopathy is within their within their local regions and their their states. Yeah. And then for for our members, it's you know providing. Uh, Information and guidance and advice, um, things on clinical excellence, CPD, and you know continuing professional development, um, you know business support, legal advice, HR advice, all those sorts of things that you know crop up over your career. So, uh, pretty broad scope there. Um, and yeah. We're very lucky to be able to represent, you know, the majority of osteopaths in Australia. Excellent. So, um, can you um, can you tell us specifically about some of the benefits of joining as a student member? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, first thing, first thing I'd say as a student um, within our our three university courses, so at, at SCU, RMIT, and Victoria University, uh, it is free to become a member of Osteopathy Australia. Um, we have a group called SOMA, which is the Student Osteopathic Medical Association, which has a great connection with Osteopathy Australia. Um, and so that membership is free for you as a student. All you need to do is essentially sign up and a university should have that information there. Um, we encourage students to join nice and early in the, their degree so they can get their, I guess, the full bang for their buck over their, over their university uh, experience and their times as students there. Um, so once again, it, it's a little bit similar to what we offer our full members, yeah. So they get access to their information, guidance and support. Um, you know, a little little perk there is, you know, some access to some insurance advice or, you know, free liability insurance. Not that you particularly need it as a student, but it is a nice sort of blanket to have there to, to protect you if need be. Um, the fourth and fifth year, so more your, your transition graduating students get full access to our, our HR services, our legal services, um, you know, online classifieds for jobs, courses, student placements, these sorts of things, um, which you'll, you know, as, you, as you're heading into graduation, you're obviously interested to find work. So um, OA provides a platform there that, that has plenty of information of the current jobs going around in the market there. Um, but then, of course, access to, you know, free and discounted CPD, you know, webinars, podcasts, um, you know, OA's just launched its own podcast, so a little bit like this, which is fantastic. Yeah, great. Um, I didn't know that you guys yeah, had. Yeah. Yeah, and look, it, it, very recently, but it's it's to essentially uh, help people transition into to private practice and then our, our practising members to get a bit of information. As we know, not everyone's in major cities, so accessing CPD can be a little bit challenging face-to-face. Um, you know, and we've also got obviously access to our commercial partners there as well, which might interest some students in regards to when they move into their their profession and into their career. Um, you know, wanting to maybe buy certain things or, or get set up in the clinic, and you know, we're able to offer discounts for our commercial partnerships there. So, look, that's really the nuts and bolts of it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's sort of one of those things where you're in in your final years. It's a very seamless transition from being a student member into being a a fully fledged OA member. Yeah, yeah. And what about is there any benefits of being a graduate member different to a student member? Um, look, yeah. Look, financially, it's a little bit cheaper. Okay, for your first couple of years during COVID, actually, your first uh, first year was free for um, osteopathic uh, graduates. So that gave them an opportunity there without the financial burden to 
to see what the membership offers there. Um, and you're pretty much at a reduced rate for the first two to three years of your of your career. So there's that benefits there. Obviously, the networking opportunities and access to to um, senior osteopaths or, or or more experienced osteopaths through our our online discussion forums, uh, various social media channels, these sorts of things uh, give you know is is sort of a, a good place for the students to to ask questions, you know, and and get some get some advice on on various conditions they might be facing, or if they're not too sure, or they're a bit embarrassed to even maybe talk to say their their clinic owner or you know the person that they're working for, they've got access there. Um, and particularly, they can you know they can call the association at any time if they need if they need certain advice around that as well. And um, in terms of CPD, you touched on it briefly, but mm. CPD courses and training, um, what's what sort of benefits have you got and access to those? Yeah, look, I, so so essentially, for you know any graduate or osteopath, we've got to do a minimum of twenty five hours. Okay, and there's some mandatory topics that the um, OBA, which is the osteopath Osteopathic Board of Australia under the guide of APRA um, mandate. And so OA provide those sort of e-webinars, e um, e-modules online, which you can access quite easily to at least tick off those four hours, which are your, your mandatory hours there. Yeah. Um, and obviously the world as it is at the moment, you know, we've moved very much onto um, producing a lot of fantastic e-learning uh content and webinars uh, pretty much you know every every few weeks there's something new popping up that that our members can attend for free um, and realistically you know if, if you just attended the, those uh, things that we put up you'll pretty much cover your CPD requirements each year now obviously during non-covid times we we were able to offer uh, a lot more face-to-face -face sort of conferences um, face to face uh, uh, lecture series, these sorts of things for for people to to attend, and we're hoping to get back to that um, over the the next couple of years, and um, you know to really enhance and develop people's hands on skills um, yeah. and their communication skills and these sorts of things. Um, but also, you know, within within that, it's I think there's a the social aspect of the membership. Uh, which is super important as well. You know, over the years, um, I've certainly been to a number before I was aboard, uh, on the board of Osteopathy Australia. I went to a number of events which were um, run by OA, which were, you know, Christmas social catch-ups, um, evening sort of webinars followed by sort of after drinks and things like that, which gave you a chance to network within within the osteo community. Um, you know, and particularly as a young practitioner, I found that really valuable. One of the clinics I worked at, it was me and one other osteo. So it was actually really nice to pick the brains of other people. Um, but yeah, those, those training modules are, are obviously, obviously there for everyone. Um, and then we've got a couple of sort of more specialised things, I guess you would say, in terms of advanced practice recognition, um, where osteopaths can do some further training through the association to get recognition, whether that be in paediatrics, uh, sports, exercise rehabilitation, these sorts of spaces, which are of special interest to some of our members. And so, you know, we've started, that's been built over the last few years and we're starting to see members come out with uh, special recognition of advanced practice, which is fantastic um, and a real great step for the, uh, for the profession. And, um, you know, we're hoping to see far, far more of our members and osteopaths being recognised for their, 
for their work and and their special interests. Yeah, um, I'm going to jump back or oh, ahead a little bit mm-hmm. and then back. But in terms mm-hmm. of networking opportunities, I I couldn't agree more. I mean, the allied health world, let alone the osteopathy world, is really small. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Like you said, if you're working in you know, sort of sole private practice or whatever else, it's so important to network amongst your peers and, you know, you, you never know what opportunities are going to come from it as well in terms of growth but even in terms of jobs in the future or that sort of thing. Absolutely, absolutely. And, I, you know, and the amount of stories that you hear over the years, you know, I, I know of osteopaths who have, you know, through networking events had the opportunities to go do some locum work not only in state but overseas um, you know, follow the sun throughout the year, which is, you know, especially living in cold old Melbourne, it's a, it, it's a fantastic opportunity. And, and you know, I you can't undersell the importance of it. It is so important to, to meet people um, from all walks within the profession um, just, to, just to pick their brain sometimes. And, yeah. um, you know, it's something that I, I still do being 11 years out in practice. Um, there's always someone who's practiced a bit longer than you. So, uh, it's a really, it's yeah. I, th- I think it's fantastic, and and any new graduate out there, you know, even far more important coming into private practice over the next sort of six to twelve months. I, I think that considering the, the you know the different clinical experiences that they may have had during the, during these COVID times. Yeah. Yep. And you know, even now having to um, transition in such physical therapy work, osteo and physios into telehealth, all of those sorts of things are important to to you know to keep in touch with your networks to yeah to explore those also um, absolutely and in terms of insurance affiliations i think you briefly mentioned it when you're talking about student members but have you as osteopathy australia got any insurance affiliations yeah look we've been affiliated with guild insurance for the last uh 16 years okay and they they're um our primary affiliation to the association uh Look, the one thing I'd say about Guild is they understand osteopathy. You know, they they understand how we work um, and what's required, and they they've really helped us in in understanding, you know, a whole heap of requirements which are on us not only as registered practitioners, but obviously um, to protect ourselves and to protect the patients, obviously. So, Guild Guild have been fantastic. You know, they they will often provide uh, us with some e modules. Um, which are often some of those mandatory subjects, which are, is really important. And um, there are, you know, I believe they're one hundred percent Australian owned. So they're they're a local uh, insurer. Um, they have a brilliant brilliant relationship with osteopathy, and the majority of our members actually are, are covered by Guild. Excellent. Um, and we before we started recording, we did speak about it never being a better time to be an osteo grad in terms of job opportunities, but also in terms of diverse career opportunities, not just in a clinical setting. Um, how can Osteopathy Australia help members with career growth? Yeah, look, it, it's a brilliant question. Um, there, there's so much scope there. And I think, as I said when we were speaking earlier, you are, you are only restricted by your imagination when you when you graduate in, into as an osteopath. And so... Um, you know, 10 years ago, osteopaths weren't working in aged care homes. They work, weren't working in rehabilitation spaces. They now are. And a lot of that is due to the work that Osteopathy Australia has done advocating for the profession. Um, some of the other states as well, you know, working with the NDIS, uh, a whole heap of different different uh, areas. Um, but that being said, you know, I, I have a number of friends who are no longer in clinical 
practice, but they're working, you know, with with Vic Police, um, you know, an osteopath heads up health at Apple, you know, one of the biggest companies in the world for the Asia Pacific. Uh, we have people working at, you know, some huge, huge companies around the world. So it's it, you're not just restricted, and that's one thing I would say, you're not just restricted to necessarily the three-by-three-metre three treatment room. And, um, you know, there is so many opportunities out there and um, it does, it comes back to networking, but it also, you know, your association is there for you to help um, maybe put you and send you in the right direction or put you in contact with the, the right people. If, if it is something that you are interested in working in, you know, sports rehabilitation or aged care, you know, the association is able to to help facilitate or get you in contact with with the right people um, to look for, for those sort of opportunities. Yeah, and it is um it is also about being creative. You know, we speak to osteo osteos, you know, every week and it's about being creative about your skill set because you've got amazingly transferable skills. You know, we have osteos that move into medical device sales or like you said, into sort of return to work rehab sectors. So there's um there's a lot of options out there rather than just like you said, just the private practice. And let's let's face it, if we break it down to what osteopathy is and what osteopaths do, physios do all this, you're a problem solver. Yeah. People love problem solvers and, um, you know, it, it gives you a very unique way of thinking but it also gives you a very unique way of looking at a problem. And so um, I think that's a really desirable skill. It really is. And so, uh, you know, those opportunities are there. And I, I think, you know, there, there's probably someone sitting there towards the end of their degree right now who's a little bit worried that they may not want to treat in a clinical setting. You know, yeah. I certainly went through with people who felt that way. And I, the one thing I would say is don't despair. There is there is so many opportunities there. And as I said, it is your only your imagination which is holding you back. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I was actually one of those students when I went through physio who pretty much knew I wasn't going to practice for very long. So um, I was yep. in that boat. But it is about, like you said, contacting your professional body or, you know, networking or speaking to other therapists that you know might have been in the same boat as well exactly right so matt i've just got to ask could you just jump back one more time because i think my internet was a little bit unstable at the beginning just in case you yep. didn't cover it off just briefly a brief overview again of osteopathy australia yeah perfect um so osteopathy australia we're our members foundation okay we we represent uh well over 85 percent of the osteopaths in australia our Core focuses are on uh, raising awareness of osteopathy, lobbying with various uh, government third-party payers, these sorts of things, policy development, clinical education and quality. Um, and then also for our, for our members, it's focusing on information and guidance and advice, uh, helping you transition from a student into a, into a uh, practising osteopath um, and then once you're there, you know, helping you get your, your CPD up to the level that you need it. Um, every osteopath has to do 25 hours a year. Um, if you want to run a business or you, you're thinking about starting a business, providing that business support, that HR support. But then also sort of being that one-stop shop, I guess, for all, all those questions that we have as um, as practitioners. You know, you can't know everything. And so, you know, Osteopathy Australia really try and fill that gap for you. Um, and as I said, in, in recent times, it's been very, uh, very challenging with, with different restrictions put in place in each state and sometimes changing overnight. And so Osteopathy Australia has been really crucial in terms of de um, 
giving that message out there and making those, trying to decipher that information as clearly as possible and and providing that information for our members. So, um, look, realistically, uh, as, a, as a member of Osteopathy Australia, we really try to be that one-stop shop for you to, to help you um, progress through your career. Excellent. Well, thanks again for your time. It has been lovely to chat. I've learned a lot actually as well. So hopefully our osteo networks will give you guys a call or just reach out anytime for anything they need. Absolutely. And thanks so much for the time. It's really great chat. Yeah. See you. Brilliant. Bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Allied Health Podcast. In the show's notes, you'll find links to our free recruitment resources, job opportunities and healthcare marketplace insights. To listen to new episodes, please subscribe via Apple, Google, or wherever you find your favourite podcasts. And if you've enjoyed the show, please give it a five-star rating and review, and be sure to tell your therapy colleagues and friends to tune in. Music.